Customer engagement used to be all nice restaurants and tea times. But with Zoom Info, you can engage with the right customers across all channels from one platform. Engage customers at zoominfo.com. Zoom Info, how business goes to market. Beloved brands know customer relationships are everything. That's why over 130,000 trust Clavio to power smarter digital relationships across their websites, emails, SMS, and reviews. And now, there's Clavio AI, your guide to smarter insights, decisions, work, and results. Brands like Everyman Jack trust Clavio AI to personalize product recommendations that keep customers coming back. Discover Clavio AI at clavio.com slash box. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com backslash box. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. All right, everybody. Yes, more MMA, everybody. A weekend of MMA festivities has wrapped up at the UFC Apex with Islam Makachev picking up a fourth round rear naked choke submission win over Tiago Moises in the main event. And before that, we witnessed the triumphant comeback of the former UFC Women's Bantamweight Champion, Misha Tate. She stops Marion Renault in the third round. First fighter to ever stop Marion Renault, and it turned out to be Renault's final fight of her mixed martial arts career. As we welcome you to the UFC Vegas 31 post-fight show, wherever you're watching here on MMAfighting.com, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, we are here for you. And we're going to react to this card right now. I am Mike Heck. We got Alexander Caitley, the Prince of Positivity, joining us. Hello, sir. Seven. What's seven point five? All right, seven point five. I'm jumping the gun here, Mike. I know. I, I know we haven't gotten to the to the discussion for you introducing me, but I'm just going to say seven point five out of ten for now. I don't know if you want me to elaborate now or in a moment, but all right, I'll have you elaborate in a moment. But you're giving this a solid right. C. Um, Casey Lydon joins that's a B us as well. In my, where I come from, and that's Canada B. Yeah, that's that's Canada for you. My God, everything's more positive wait, in Canada. Wait, wait, wait. Participation award, it's just Canada. It's just it's just it's just easier if you're. And Casey Lydon is here too. He had some uh, some some great analysis, and a good chunk of that analysis came true tonight. Yeah. Casey, how are you yeah. feeling? Feeling yeah. confident? Feeling good? Yeah, I'm like yeah, I'm 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 like that. Uh, the UFC need hire me instead of that one betting guy they have with the crazy smile. I don't know. <laughs> What's that guy? The, the, Gian, the, the Giannis the Greek or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes I'm way off. Tonight, nailed it. <laughs> Tonight you nailed it. Um, all right, go ahead, go ahead, AK. Elaborate on the seven point five. My, my, my lip is going crazy. Ew, gross. All Look right. at that. It's like <laughs> pulsing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, all right. AK. Oh, that's great, AK. Hey, that's AK. just that's just that's just that's just nasty. Uh, listen, we had just. Uh, <laughs> We had just, uh, I, was, I don't know if it was on the Q&A, or no, I think it was the preview show on Monday. Uh, Mike, you want to bring back the g- gymnastics career system. It actually was perfect for tonight because I said everything goes to plan. If, if everything, every fight, every fighter reaches its potential. Uh, I said this card maybe could be an, an 8.5, an 8.5 out of 8.5. Uh, so, it was, so, so that's how the scale works. It's not a 7.5 out of 10. This card was a 7.5 out of 8.5 if that's so people can do your own math on that one but i i thought a lot of things a lot of the storylines that the ufc would have wanted to push hit tate's uh tate's return makachev's dominance 
Um, maybe they would have wanted Jeremy Stevens win. I don't know. But uh, there are a bunch of finishes, some good, some good back and forth fights. Maybe I'm scoring it too low, but I'll, I'll go seven point five. I think that's that's uh, that's how strong this card was. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun a, a fun card in the aftermath of uh, two sixty four. What did you think of the card overall, Casey? Because uh, we, we were talking about this a little bit before here at Record, but I feel like this is one of those events where a lot of the big winners and those who had great performances, maybe outside of Misha, because I feel like she has a lot of options right now. I feel like a lot of those winners are either in the same spot they're in right now or maybe even slightly worse because once you see this person's name on the other side of a contract, I have a feeling like some of these top fighters are going to be hesitant to say, you know what, I'll fight him or fight her. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, I said coming into this card, I think what was my, my gymnastic score was I, I was giving this card a potential of a five, um, mostly because I just didn't feel they were competitive matchups. And but there were good storyline matchups, good for the fighters' careers, maybe. But um, I was, I mean, I felt, I felt vindicated. I mean, it was a, I gave it a, I gave it a five coming in, and it scored a pretty good five, um, in its execution. Um, yeah, but Islam is gonna be in the same situation he was in before. Uh, we knew how good he was, and he showed it. And it was just a reminder that this guy is as good as um, Daniel Cormier is, is good as um. Everyone says he is as good as Habib says he is, and um, all the people saying that he's the next Habib, but maybe better. I don't see any issue with that. He just now needs um, higher level competition to fight. Now, who's going to sign the who's going to sign the contract? That's uh, that's going to be the big issue. So um, yeah, just have to wait. I liked the call out. I thought the call made perfect sense. Called out Rafael dos Anjos. Perfect call out. Perfect. I mean, I like the Dan Hooker idea, too. So either of those two work, and I think those are probably the only two options he's going to have, AK. Do you agree with that? I know we're going to talk about this more tomorrow and on to the next one, but I feel like these are the two options that he has the best shot of getting right now inside the top 10. Which ones did he say? He said RDA and what do we say, Dan Hooker? Well, Dan Hooker is a name that we continue to throw out. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for some reason, like Makachev, when you – when you think of him and potential names, Dan Hooker seems to be at the top of everybody's list. Yeah. Our, yeah. I mean, our RDA seems so perfect. Uh, I know, I think we said someone said that uh, Dan Hooker said in an interview somewhere he would fight Makachev if he won this. I don't, I don't know, recall seeing that quote myself, but um, yeah, I love, I, I, if, I, I think I prefer the RDA matchup. Um, I like matching people on winning streaks with people on winning streaks for one thing. And I think RDA is, coming off a win right sorry this is my the Felder, my brain the Felder being, uh, fuzzy okay so i like match winners um Denver on a kind of a tough two losing streak it doesn't you know that doesn't speak to how good he is. we know he's a top 10 guy but if, if they're if the two guys are trending in the same direction that's usually the direction i'm going to want to go um and also i think uh, makachev would hooker and there's just the fan part of me that's like well i don't want to see hooker have to take a third straight loss Especially if it's just in service of um, you know uh, uh, building up another uh, building up another guy, which I think is what that matchup would be. I, I don't like using Dan Hooker in that capacity, so definitely lean towards the RDA one. Wouldn't complain. Wouldn't complain about either fight being uh, booked. We just got to get Makachev someone in the top ten. Casey, I know rankings are based on resume and you know quality wins and stuff like that, and sometimes fighters you know have bigger resumes and they fought bigger names and others kind of struggle in that department because of how good they are and the potential they have. So just based on his performance tonight and based on what you've seen over his last eight fights, because he's on eight fight winning streak, guys 20 and one right now in your own personal rankings, 
where do you rank Islam Makachev at 155 pounds? Is he top? Like, is he a top three guy in your eyes right now? Not based, just on uh, okay. He can be a just top based three. on like skill level. And oh, skill stuff. skill level, absolutely, absolutely, he's top three. Um, I see nothing in him that like who am I? Who's my top three right now? Oliveira, or actually Dustin, um, Oliveira and Gaethje, and all those guys would they would defeat Moises the same way, um, in the same dominance, a different type of dominance, but in the same, no, they would take no damage. It'll be one, it'll be a one-sided ass kicking all three of those guys against Derry, against, um, who did he fight tonight? Um, Moises. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's top, he's a top three caliber fighter, but he just needs the resume now. Um, I'm not as big. I'm not, I mean, I get the RDA fight. It's there. Um, I personally like Islam Makachev, Makachev, versus um michael chandler that's the fight i want to see but um i understand it probably won't happen but i was hoping maybe islam will run into the studio and you know challenge chandler he's right there he's right there he had his fancy tie and everything on so but um i just want to see i was islam's ready give him give him a big fight put him on a co-main event a featured fight on a uh on a pay-per-view um let's get this let's get this rolling no we, we are this is the post to be bearer Let's see if um, let's see if Makachev is the dude. Yeah, I like the RDA fight. I think it makes sense. I mean, Schedule wise, it's, yeah, probably, it's just, probably gonna happen. But yeah, yeah. I mean, they were just booked to fight before yeah. Makachev was forced to withdraw, and then Felder jumped in on like a week and a half notice or less than that, and we got the fight that we got. So the card ended with finishes of fighters who had never been finished before. So I wonder if we can go back into the statistical world of MMA and find out the last time that happened because Misha Tate stops Marion Renault, first fighter to ever do that. And then yeah, yeah. Tiago Moises had never been stopped prior oh, really? to oh, okay. oh. this loss as well. And, uh, how about, and how about Jeremy Stevens? Hadn't been submitted in 12 years. So we saw three finishes uh, in, in the last, like the top three fights that are just like, oh, whoa, like, no, like no. again, and, two, and two that never happened. One was extremely rare. And the uh, uh, Dustin um, Stolfes, <laughs> the guy that bought Vieira had never been finished either. Uh-huh. So, so he got he got his first, he got finished for the first time tonight in his career too. And I want to say Monsterat Conejo had never been finished either. I believe I you're correct. Right. Yes, yeah. I, no, no, I think you're right about that. A lot of, lots, yep. lot of, I am correct. A lot of butts got kicked tonight. Yes, but but stuff. we said we said uh, uh, on the preview like on the preview I think Jose made the point like this is one of those cards where I don't know if there's any uh, like any ma- outside of the uh, Benitez, any matchups that we were like you know we thought could really be big uh, really competitive fight of the night type fights but we did see a lot of fights that we thought could be showcases for one side of it and I think in that sense we we got what we like kind of what we just said we saw people getting finished they hadn't been finished before uh, we had quite a few finishes tonight so uh, interesting it'll be interesting to see what the how the bonuses play out? Oh, can, can we play that game? Yeah, yeah, let's play the game, Casey. You go first. Ooh, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Perform. Okay, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be four performance bonuses tonight. Gamrot, absolutely. If there's a fight of the night, it'll probably go to Billy Q and Benitez. But I don't think it's gonna be fight of the night. I think it's gonna be four performances, performance bonuses. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gamrot, Tate, Machev. And Lemos. Okay. I, I hope there's a fight of the night because I do think Quarantillo and Benitez, even though it was one-sided, one-sided. at times. I don't like giving one-sided. But Benitez had his moments. But mm. Benitez got the knockdown in the third. I mean, there, it was certainly a spirited fight. 
I I'd like to see them get a fight of the night bonus. I did think it was a good fight. Um, though again, very much a showcase for Quarantillo. And then I think if you're the UFC, you're gonna give Misha uh, the bonus. It's a comeback. It's a great story. You won't give Gamrot the bonus because Jeremy Stevens is the UFC's boy. Uh, <laughs> the Lamos finish was was a little weird. Now in a probably Lamos, yeah, thirty five seconds, yeah, thirty five seconds TKO. They'll still do it. That was a weird finish, though, eh? I hated yeah. the finish. I hated the finish. You hate, but I hated the stoppage. Hashtag, but hashtag, Nimosh, yeah, hashtag, hashtag girl stoppage. <laughs> hashtag girl stoppage. That was one hundred percent a girl stoppage. But Nimosh was going to win that fight within the next. Yeah, know, yeah. She, it would it wouldn't finish in under a minute. But I. But felt, it's, it was just. I felt Kaneo deserved yeah. opportunity. Her, when she got knocked down, I know we can talk about this later, but fuck it, I'm talking about it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, she got knocked down. She never, her head never, had never hit the ground. Her eyes always were looking at Lemosh, Lemosh, and she got up and she got up immediately. She didn't take any ground and pound shots. She got dropped. That's all she did. People, when when people get dropped going forward, I don't know. Refs get weirded out, but she was moving forward, mm-hmm. so she got dropped, punched, and she fell forward rather than falling back. But um, bad stoppage. But Lemosh clearly is the better fighter and a absolute beast and she will be a top five straw weight very soon and she will be i was i would say fighting for a title within the next year and a half um you know on the on the replay that the the left like the second as she was falling forward the left hand that connected that just like like rocked uh conejo's head i i it looked a lot worse on the replay so i'm gonna slightly defend chris tione here a man who had some trouble call in the past and say because he was right there he kind of felt and saw how impactful that left hand was and maybe he'd seen enough but it was weird how conejo sprang up immediately after and not like sprang up in kind of that wobbly way like she sprang up and was like uh let's go yeah like and like circle like circling intelligently it was very strange clearly again i I do think she'd been flash ko'd i don't think she was aware that she got knocked down she's just so damn tough um but yeah the optics of it for us from the outside or even like watching from home of course is like it, it it did look like a really Really, really fast stoppage. But I'll say on the replay, maybe, maybe referee Chris Tione and I, um, had I, a little bit of a better view. But and just that was, on, that was an odd one. Because the very next fight, which wasn't by Chris Tione, it was done by uh, the guy at the beer, Beltran. Uh, um, Mike Beltran, yeah. Yeah, he he um, refed uh, Rodriguez and Parsons. Yes. And Parsons took such a worse beating. And, and I thought the stoppage was yeah. proper. But like, yeah. think of the beating that guy took for the same type of just knockout loss. I was, but that's the sport. We we go over this every week, you know. I was like, I don't get it. But um but either way, it wasn't it was an early stoppage, but not a stoppage that Kaneho was gonna I feel come back and win that fight. That's just Lemos I thought she was a better fighter coming in and she proved it by leaps and bounds. Yeah, I don't I don't know if we're gonna get a fight of the night. Uh I'll give it to to Lemos. I'll give it to Gamrot. Oh yeah. <sighs> It's not going to be both Makachev and Tate. It's going to be one or the other. I don't understand why those aren't performance bonuses for both of them because it was just domination on both parts. So I don't know. Um, I'll go Misha. I say Islam does not get a bonus, even though he probably should. And I'm going to say Billy Q gets the fourth bonus. For the hmm. okay. Oh, no money for Benitez, though. No, poor Mowgli. No money for Benitez. Mowgli he took, took, a, he took a beating. He took a vicious thing. beating. Eesh. Vicious beating. And he, took, and he took this fight on short notice. Oh, man. Hope he's so okay. we'll wait. We'll, we'll, we'll I'm update you. I'm surprised. 
we will update you when the bonuses come in and we'll see who is who is correct and who is not correct uh yes misha tate great performance i thought she just looked so calm in there like she looked at home that's that's the, the as soon as she was getting introduced by bruce buffer i'm like there's no i mean there's like those natural nerves you have before like getting into a fight but at the same time like misha just looked like she belonged there she looked at home did you agree with that ak did you get that sense like immediately that this was not a bridge too far this is the right decision like she is back for the correct reasons yeah and 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 i I didn't want to go all michael cole on it but i was almost going to tweet out like this is this is vintage misha tate um because it was it (laughs) it was it 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 really like we saw so uh and i I can't recall who said i i want to credit our boy uh now, who was that tweeted? Anyway, I'm stealing someone's thoughts here. Um, some, some, some so-called MMA journalist. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they said, man, it didn't look like she'd been out for five, uh, like five weeks, much less five years. You know what I mean? Like she looked, she looked sharp. Um, and again, everyone's going to say, oh, she fought a 44-year-old. She fought a fighter who's, you know, was planning to retire anyway. Sure. I, and look, and, and that's not wrong. Uh, they, they picked the opponent wisely. They picked the opponent carefully. A skilled fighter, a tough fighter in Mary Renault, again, had never been finished before. Um, but someone who, yes, who Misha Tate could have a strong performance against if she was at the top of her game, if she was even 75% of like, you know, of her prime, she could have this kind of performance. And she did. And she looked great. The jab striking looks really tight. The jab looked great. She's in incredible shape. And then, of course, the wrestling has been there her whole career. And she went to it and she went and uh, that's that's how she finished the fight. So uh, it could not have. I don't think this could have gone better for her. I would agree. Your thoughts on Misha's return, Casey? Uh, perfect. Perfect. Perfect matchmaking. Um, she fought. I mean, uh, I don't mean, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to. Uh, Renault's a tough out, but she also was a, now she's on five fight losing streak. She's 44. Um, she's clearly not in her prime. And it's just, it was just smart matchmaking by t- for, t- for Tate, made Tate look great. And um, now, is Tate, you know, gonna be Amanda Nunes, or is Tate gonna be, you know, that is she like up there? Can she beat Aspen Ladd or Arena Donna? You know, Aspen Ladd's coming back next week or whatever. So it was, we'll see on that how that goes. But um, I'm not sold. I'm not sold if Tate is a, is gonna be like a champion. But she's back. She looks good. She's ready to fight. And um, just, I'm just, um, just, just good matchmaking in the UFC. That's all. And Tate looked awesome. And this was the fight that. Um, yeah, no big crowd, no 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 cloud of Ronda Rousey, no cloud of you know anything of a bad relationship. You know, she, you know if you know anything about her outside issues in her previous relationship, it, it definitely came into her her fighting life. So uh, I'm, I'm it's it's good to see Misha Tate back in the game. That's all. It's good, and um, can't wait to see what's next. Holly Holm, Holly Holm. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's that's that one's certainly there, um, and I feel like. I feel like timing is it's probably like the best time to do it now because like who knows holly's up there in age too i mean yeah. she's obviously in tremendous physical condition she looked awesome in her last fight against arena aldana um but she's been kind of bit with the injury bug and you know different things along the way so i feel like if you're going to try to put that fight together you should probably try to put it together yeah. sooner rather than later and, but and that was, who knows? A, that was a rare call out i don't know if you, i'm talking about holly home actually put out on instagram that basically she wants to fight misha tate and um so a very rare call out i think for holly home and it was a very in a very polite one too it was like we had a great fight i'd love to get it back let's do it you know and holly was so confident that she put this call out before misha actually fought <laughs> so 
Yeah. Yeah. So. My uh, only my rest- only reason I wouldn't want to see the Holly Holm rematch, uh, not yet anyway, is I think there's a good chance that Holly Holm could win a three round fight with uh, with Misha Tate. Oh, it needs to be five rounds. And sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. True. Rounds. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If it's a, if we're talking fight night main event, yeah. Okay, you're right. This is almost like a perfect fight night main event for sure. Um, Holly Holm has been in so many of those; it, it would not be surprising at all. But um, yeah, so right. You're right. Okay, five round fight. Obviously, I give Misha more of a chance. I mean, I'm, I'm we're probably obviously all thinking about the how their first fight went, and a three round fight. If they make it like a three round fight on like a pay per view, like a, like a co main or or main card fight, or it's just a bad idea because I think Holly can can easily win a fight like that, um, and I think you should be angling for Misha to, you know, get get that another crack at Nunez or whoever happens to hold the title within you know six months. Um, I, th- I think that's a marketable thing. It's obviously I think what the UFC wants. And, uh, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. They, they should make it worth her while for her to come back. And uh, she came back and she's been saying all the right things about wanting to make another run of the title. So why not? A uh, couple things to kind of go back to, things we've already discussed. One, uh, apparently on the post-fight show, Islam Makachev did call up Michael Chandler. And apparently, yeah. from what I'm seeing on Twitter, uh, Karen Bryant and Michael Chiesa are like sort of prodding Islam in, in Chandler <laughs> to continue this thing. Good. Pressure. Uh, the other thing, um, we have one bonus that I see. We do have a fight of the night. It is mm-hmm. what we thought it would yes, be. Uh, Billy Q Good. and Mowgli Benitez, the fight of the night for UFC Vegas for 31. Right. Uh, still waiting on the performance bonuses uh, okay. to to come out. Well, so it'll been, be Misha. One of them will be Misha. How would it, how would it, so if it doesn't go to Limoges, that means that the UFC punished her for a potential early stoppage. That's on building. Yes, if they, cause, correct. Because they, UFC has done that before. Because remember when GDR knocked out um, uh, Aspen Ladd in like 15 seconds? And I think we all agreed that was kind of an early stoppage too. The UFC did not give um, GDR a, even though it was the main event, didn't give her a knockout bonus for that. So... Now, Casey, yeah. you could argue also. I mean, you are a strong advocate for the the bonuses, you know, being awarded also on level of competition. I think Lamos was probably what the second, maybe the second biggest favorite on the card, like second or third biggest favorite on the card. Yeah, only, she's because, up there. only because she's so dang good. I mean, I think Montserrat yeah. is, a, is a really. I, I don't think Mon, I think uh, Montserrat yeah. is a UFC caliber fighter. I think she's going to be potential. I think sure. she could, at her best. I think she can be a top ten fighter. So, I, I still think these are potentially two top ten fighters who just aren't top 10 ranked yet hmm. so hmm. Like, that's why like i i would i wouldn't give a performance bonus to say daniel rodriguez over uh preston park sure sure oh that, that's that's a bigger that, that, that's, that's a bigger gap, that's a gap for, sure. Too far for sure to for me sure. yes i, I that talking, i agree yeah. with but and by the way gonna... dana white dana white has no idea who either of those fighters are i know lamos <laughs> monstrat Caneo, no clue who either I of those know, fighters I are i really hope gamrot gets it now or gamrot has to get one they might just do he's the He's the easy one. They might, they might, oh, they might just do Makachev and Tate. I could see that. that I would, could see that. That would be a travesty if, if I could see Gamrot it. didn't get it. The Moises I mean, one, was, that, that was a giant gap in competition between Moises and um, Makachev, but whatever. I know, whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, th- I don't think Makachev's going to get a bonus. Bummer. I think, I think he's out of the, I think he's out of the conversation. I could be wrong. Dominant. I mean, it was a great win. It was a dominant win. Dominant, but yeah. Did, did he get hit hard once? I mean, was there a, how many significant uh, strikes did I look it up? Moises land. <laughs> I saw a good leg kick in there. I saw like I think I think in the fateful fourth round, I think it opened up like a really nice 
Moises' leg kick, but I also feel like if I can remember so distinctly the one or two good strikes he landed, that might not be a good sign. <laughs> like, it was so All rare right. that it's like, oh, yeah, I remember the one leg kick. All right, so significant strikes. Makachev outlanded Moises 61 to 13. Total strikes. Makachev outlanded him 148 to 18. Wow. Okay, so... Wow. Pretty pretty uh, dominant. So here round pretty by round. And finish the fight. Makachev yeah. Makachev 32 to 3 in the first round, significant strikes. Round 2 12 to 4, round 3 10 to 3, round 4 7 to 3. Jeez. For significant strikes. That, you know we statistically that was more of a blowout than I even thought of when I saw it. You know, like I like statistically it's like dang. Uh, that, that dude that dude's a terminator that dude makachev is a terminator like i i i, I told of course there's the habib comparisons but like man he was just so calm you could see the gears moving in his brain you know what i mean as he went from phase to phase from from stand up to clinching to fighting uh fighting for underhooks to getting a takedown to like everything looked so i i saw on twitter methodical you know, it was it was pretty. It was a really outstanding performance. Uh, again, yes, he was heavily favored, but I think we all like Moises here as kind of a lively, um, a lively opponent, and he just trucked him. I mean, it was it was just awesome. We know, and all those fighters that that, that turned Mahachev down, and we go, and you go, oh, you're not a real fighter. Hey, I get it. I get why you're not why you're not <laughs> fighting that man, man. I get it. You know, it's. I mean, that's that's. That's gotta be a weird position to be a top. You're, you know, you're one of the ten best 155 pound killers in the world, and they go, "I'm not gonna fight that guy. That guy's way too <laughs> tough. Hold on." I just, I mean, but that's that's the reality, man. That's just, you know, it's a business, and um, he's a very dangerous fight. And not only when when Majev seems to beat you, he beats you bad. Like he doesn't make you like yeah. you, you don't even look competitive. You know, like like say you no know, Dan Hooker lost to Paul Felder or Dan Dan Hooker lost to um, say uh, Dustin Poirier. They're exciting fights, you know. And Dan Hooker lost, but you know, oh, but you, you know, so you still look great in victory. You don't look great in vic- You don't look great in your loss when you fight uh, Mahajev. All right, you ready? Very similar to Habib. Oh yeah, here we go. All right, I'm, I haven't even seen these yet. I just opened it up. Let's see. Ooh, ooh, a shocking revelation, gentlemen, a shocking revelation. (laughs) Not only was there a fight of the night, there were four performance bonuses. What? That's not allowed. Wait, they have a budget. The UFC has a budget. They're going to mess up the budget. Oh, my. Oh, (laughs) poor Dana White. What's going to happen? Oh, no, poor Dana White in the UFC. All their money. (laughs) The budget. And you're going to be secure. Oh no. Okay. And okay. you're gonna you might be surprised by what I'm about to say next before I reveal the names. Amanda Lamosh, not one of them. Islam Makachev. Islam Makachev, also not one of them. Misha Tate, Matush Gamrot, Rodrigo Nascimento, Hadolfo Vieira are your four performance bonuses. No, uh, there was there was no lay motion there, right? You said no, no, no lay motion, motion. no Makachev, no but Gamrot did. There we go. That's good. Gamrot got one. He was he was the the last one listed. I don't know if it's like an order of impre- of impressiveness, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yep, Tate Vieta, Nascimento, and Gamrot. I disagree, I disagree in the Vieira one big time. <laughs> I mean. He lost the first round. He lost the first round. You know, it's like Nascimento yeah, lost the first that round wasn't, too. Yeah. <sighs> And you yeah. can argue that you can argue that Nascimento kicking 
but oh, and the ding ding was the turning point of the fight. Yeah. Because he was losing like and every I second would. of it. And, yeah, uh, and that's yeah, why he deserves it. Too. Oh, why? Because he kicked him in the ding ding. <laughs> how does always Mar- cheat? Always tactical. Cheat. Like how does tactical. how does how does Machev not get one, but Vieira gets one? I don't understand that. And Nascimento gets uh, one in Lamech Nazan. I'm a big Hadolfo Vieira mark, and I have no idea why he would get. But I, we praise the four performance the, bonuses, right? and yeah, that's we nice. Still have a, we still have a problem with it. Congratulations to everyone who won bonuses. Um, but yeah, the, some of the choices a little strange. I'm trusting the comments. What people are, what people are, how they feel about it. Uh, well, Lamos got hosed. Lamos definitely got hosed. I, I, re- yeah, I really wish yeah, yeah, you got punished that. for the the early stoppage. I, 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 that's the only it's the only yeah. thing I can think of that she got punished for that. Or it's it's out of her hands. Or or some. I don't know. Or it's political and someone in the UFC brass doesn't like Validismo or something. I don't know. That sucks. Um, Jessica Crystal, our pal Jessica Crystal Crew is suggesting um, that because uh, this was not a card filled with big ticket fighters, uh, maybe maybe that left room for more bonuses, which is probably true. That actually is, is part of the reason why, yeah. That leaves more room for Dana to pocket. That's on. But I mean, thank uh, well, you. In the end, yeah. Yeah, good for UFC for throwing out some more bonus <laughs> money. I wish they would throw it in the right direction, but money's money, I guess. Oh, well. Yes, or as we always say, just just, hey, just raise salaries across the board. That'd be nice for the yeah, fighters, but that's, another, just, that's just, a whole other discussion. I'm just I'm just looking at it to make sure that you know the UFC didn't do like twelve thousand five hundred each or something. But now <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see. Oh, that would be so, so cool. twenty five thousand each. Uh, yeah, Lamos had what the second fastest finish in UFC strawweight history, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Damn. Well, it wasn't fast enough, I guess. Little tiny stroke. Yeah. Nothing to show for it. (laughs) Yeah, that's a bummer. All right. Except the win and... Before Zoom Info, business wins took a lot of time, energy, and patience. But today, Zoom Info aligns your sales and marketing teams, identifies ideal customers faster, and automates your go-to-market strategy. So you can scale up and get on the fast track to marketplace domination. And that's how winners win. Unlock insights, engage customers, win faster at zoominfo.com. Zoominfo, how business goes to market. Beloved brands know customer relationships are everything. That's why over 130,000 trust Clavio to power smarter digital relationships across their websites, emails, SMS, and reviews. And now there's Clavio AI, your guide to smarter insights, decisions, work, and results. Brands like Everyman Jack trust Clavio AI to personalize product recommendations that keep customers coming back. Discover Clavio AI at Clavio.com slash box. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com backslash box. All right, let's go to the peeps, see what they have to say about Dude, the night's peeps. festivities. All right, which, uh, where am I? Do, 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 do. As you search, let me uh, let's shout out the rest of the winners. Daniel Rodriguez, first-round finish over Preston Parsons. We talked about Lamos. Sergey Morozov gets another gets a victory over Khalid Taha. Malcolm Gordon gets his first UFC win. Uh, he actually got into a second round for the first time in his UFC career yes. and beats Francisco Figueiredo. And then, uh, representing the T dot, representing the T dot, Malcolm Gordon. <laughs> and then Rodrigo Nascimento gets another victory, standing TKO, calls out Chase Sherman yet again. 
And is there a story on that? I didn't understand that. Was, is there? They have a history. I Apparently, he's just done it many times. And Chase Sherman tweeted afterwards, like, "Just give the guy this fight, please." It's, it's getting weird. <laughs> it's just it's getting just weird. weird. It was great. <laughs> great response. Of course, Chase is fighting uh, Parker Porter on August twenty yes, first. Yes. Uh, Misha looked great. I was impressed with someone not fighting for five years. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was perfect. Uh, I thought Eric Nixick broke it down perfectly, and she looked very relaxed and she looked very confident there. Like the game hadn't moved on past her in any way she evolved with it and she looked really good yeah um i can always just put this out there yeah there's no way that fight happens it happened same management right yeah that's why yeah, yeah. i would and like most, to see most, it obviously but, two two elite lightweights of course i want of course we want to see them but um business is going to get in the way of that one yeah right and, uh, plus Dari, plus Darius deserves deserves right. a top five five guy yeah. Yeah, he's earned someone in front of him, not not unfortunately not behind him. Uh, ranking wise, skill wise, Islam, obviously that's a very good fight, but not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Second, second, second and third uh, best winning streaks in the division as well. Oliveira number one, obviously with nine, and then uh, Makachev with eight tonight, and then uh, Darius with seven. I mean, it would not go well for him, but I mean, storyline wise, Islam versus Tony Ferguson makes plenty of sense i would hate to see it for ferguson just because it he had just has not been competitive at all in his last couple of fights but that actually yeesh, you know what that would actually be a really good storyline fight yeah because that would be kind of well we didn't we didn't get habib so we'll get islam um tony's crazy enough that he might take that fight um oh but, definitely, yeah. would. definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we're not even questioning Absolutely. how if he's crazy enough <laughs> has tony uh, oh, sorry, yeah. change the subject real quick has tony talked about has he done any interviews post uh the Darius fight or anything like is like was his knee torn up or we just assume his knee is gone has he i just he seemed like he lost that fight and just kind of you know went just radio silent right am i am i forgetting an interview or anything he's he's training and stuff so oh, i mean oh, I, have okay. to, I have to go back and like look at the medical suspensions or whatever I'm just, but i'm, I'm just kind of curious i didn't see any, yeah i didn't see like any tears or anything like that so Okay. Uh, I want Islam versus Chandler so bad, even though the RDA fight would be amazing. I, I mean, I'd like to see it too, but I don't think the UFC would. The UFC like has invested a lot in Chandler, and I just don't see them throwing him in there with Islam right now. I think they will do everything in their power to get Chandler in there with Justin Gaethje. I feel like that fight just makes perfect sense mm-hmm. at this point. I, yeah. Most is going to fight Oliveira. Chandler's maybe, back in the maybe, conversation. Maybe. I mean, that's gonna happen. Are you kidding me? What do you mean, maybe? You're talking maybe. about Connor? I'm, I'm talking about uh, I'm talking about a, 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 a seven foot tall, three hundred pound Nate Diaz. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! It's not gonna happen. Maybe. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey man, we 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 all said we all said um, Francis Ngannou versus John Jones, Derek Lewis. That has to happen, and we're not getting that. So I'm right. I don't, well, Listen, you already know <laughs> we're gonna get from Nate. You already know we're getting from Nate next, right? It's a fight that like nobody wants to see, but we're going to see it now. We're gonna see the rematch between Diaz and Masvidal. There's no doubt in my mind that's we're gonna that's where we're gonna yeah. see because it makes it actually yeah. makes sense. It actually now. does make sense. Yeah, it does make sense. You're right. You're right. It's in the, it's in Nate, the works. Nate, got, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 the works. this sport's amazing. How you can get your ass kicked in a fight and somehow you get more <laughs> options. You know, where you know it's like who knows. Hey, Habib they were going right to try to make it depending who you are. Uh, uh, yeah, Habib was right. When you when you become champ, sometimes you become a prisoner, and that that's the only yeah. reason I suggest that Dustin might not fight Charles Oliveira because 
he might have more options outside. When you have that belt, you're kind of you're stuck a little bit. So just saying. Um, I think he wants that belt though. He's he said it a lot. Like that's like the cherry on top of his Sunday. He's got the money fights. The Connor fight's still going to be there for him. And if he happens to win the belt and defends it another time, he could fight Connor for the belt, and that's going to be even bigger. Which is. I can't believe I'm saying that into a live microphone, but <laughs> this is the this is the world we live in, and that fight's happening, whether he has the belt or not. So, I wish we had Jose on, but um, to talk about this man, Gamera was amazing tonight. Is he one or two fights away from the top fifteen? Gamera versus someone like Dober would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you know, it'd be I, interesting if they gave Gamera a top ten guy next. And poor Islam Makachev, like, can't get a top 10 guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because there's guys in the top there's guys in the top 10 who would be like, you're right, would view him as probably a less dangerous fight than Makachev. So like, oh, yeah, I'll fight him. I'll fight him instead. Plus, as we said, there's kind of the management issues uh, with uh, with Makachev being managed by, uh, you know, the same person as some other guys in the top 10. So, uh, so yeah, and there wouldn't be that issue with Gamrot. Uh, he should definitely get a top 15 guy. The only question is who? Uh I like uh, uh, yeah, Drew Dober makes sense. Brad Riddell, um, Diego Fajeda, maybe Dan Hooker fights him instead of uh, instead of fighting on Islam Makachev. Gregor Gillespie, yeah, there's some matchups in there. There's definitely some matchups in there. He should get he should get a top fifteen next. Does Jeremy Stevens get another fight in the UFC after this? Yeah, you both like you yes. both like peered off at the same time. <laughs> no. It's great. No, 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 <laughs> no. He does. He does. He does. It's not time for him to go into bare knuckle boxing yet, though. He'd be a friggin' star there. So I don't know why he, uh, why. Well, he wouldn't do it if as long as UFC wants to employ him. But um, oh no, God. I think he'd give one, him one two, more three, fight. Four, five straight losses. Five straight. Yeah. That, that's not count, and that's not counting yeah. the no contest, right? You're skipping skipping the no. So six six winless appearances. Yeah, six. Five actual losses. Yeah, five actual losses in a row. Um, I say you give him one more fight against someone who's, you know, a little close. bit more of a stand-up trick. Close, close. That's the fight. Fight Strakar close. That's, that's it. I, I don't think Drakkar close is the fight. Want to do that. Who doesn't want to do that? Why? Who doesn't want to do that? I think they genuinely hate each other. Who's they? Who's they don't want to do it? I think they genuinely hate each other to the point where they don't want to work together anymore. That it's that kind of hatred. Drakar will work with him. Trust me. He'll I don't think Stevens does. Stevens has been saying all this mess about like, oh, I don't respect him. And again, I know he's just talking, but. But I feel like I, this I is know. the only fight that keeps him in at this point. Because like, I feel like the, I don't know if like litmus test is the right word to describe him, but I feel like him being like the over the hump guy, it's over. Like that's well, it. I think that, it's done. No, but I think I think the UFC just matches him up with someone else who they know is going to stand and strike. Because I think they thought that was going to be like that with Gamrot, but Gamrot's like super well rounded and like an amazing grappler. So I, maybe they just had it wrong. Because uh, he shot for that single leg like right away <laughs> and took the fight down. Uh, I, I guess because Gamrot won his last fight uh, against Holzman by, by knockout, they thought, oh, he'll 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 be a stand he'll be a stand up battle with him and Stevens. Like, well, it didn't turn out that way. So I think there are guys who are you know stand up guys that they could match up with Stevens and it could actually be entertaining. Do you remember Jakar Costa's last fight? Not very well. It was like a fight of the year contender mm-hmm. against Benil Dariush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Jukar it was nuts. I don't, I don't think very he, good. I agree. I like Jakar Close. I don't think the UFC cares about him. 
the, look at the way they have, they've handled oh, the USC. Oh, no, uh, they, I, agree, I agree they don't right? care about it. I, I definitely White agree about that, yeah. <laughs> look oh, at the yeah, way Dana White has handled the situation. He has not come to Drakkar Close's defense at all. He has very, like, side, taken a lot of swipes at how Drakkar Close has handled the situation. I don't think he's going to give him the Jeremy Stevens fight. Jeremy Stevens is, is one of his boys, and I don't think he cares about making that matchup again, unfortunately, because it would be great. <laughs> yeah. The storyline's great. It's like a true grudge match. And yeah, yeah you're right. Know, this I, is like they call it bad blood all the time, but this this one is legit. Yeah, I I want to see that one. Now, yeah, I'm still waiting. I, 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 I want, I want to see. I want to see a Drew Car- I've never said I want to see a Drew Car- close yeah. fight. I mean, I, mean, I like Drew Car- <laughs> close. But I never said I got to see this, but that's the fight I want. I really want to see. I, Listen, I want this, to see this, it too. This promotion has messed up Edwards, Masvidal, and uh, Jones, and Ngannou. So don't tell me that 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 Stevens Jakar Close has to happen because I don't trust the, I don't trust them to necessarily do the right promotional thing here. Okay, it's gonna be it's gonna get booked for like UFC 266. You just watch. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> Fighter of the night, language coach. <laughs> the notorious Walid Ismail. Oh. Great promo, Connor. She, the, 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 the Paul Heyman of MMA managers. If the Paul Heyman of MMA managers. He's just so good. Sure, sure. You know what we need. You know what we need to do. We need to have a video segment featuring our own Guillermo Cruz, where we just take we take yes. what the fighter actually says, compare <laughs> it to what Walid says, and then have Guillermo like actually translate it to what the fighter actually <laughs> says, and see if they're like how close and probably more how how far apart the two statements are. Because that would be an amazing segment. I'd love it. I would love to be a part I, uh, of that. I messaged Gree immediately because I'm like, I was like, okay, I, 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 I've been tweeting, you know, I handle sort of tweeting stuff out from our uh, MMA fighting account during the show. And I'm like, I don't feel comfortable tweeting out what what uh, Walid is translating. <laughs> Not because it's offensive or anything. I just don't trust him that that's what he said. I can't put like, I'm, I can't put like Amanda Lemos said this. I'm like, did she? Uh, but Gui said for the most part, he did kind of translate what she said. He just added a lot on top of it. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it does. Because he, he, the UFC normally has translators. He's not a translator. He's an interpreter. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's like, she, was, she said it, but this is what she really means. You know, so it's, it's great. I remember Valid Ismail um, before um, uh, Figueredo was the champ. When he was just winning fights, and he would, you know, figure it would come to the post fight scrums, and you know, figure it says like a couple of things, but then Valid kind of talks for you know ten minutes over like a thirty second you know thing, and like it was so interesting, and like he sold me on Figueredo. I was like, oh, I want to see this guy fight. So, um, yeah, I get those aren't real quotes, but he's doing his job perfectly. Remember after was it was it two fifty five when Figueredo beat Alex Perez? It was the same car Moreno beat Brandon Royval. And Figueredo goes up to the post fight presser, and all of his answers were like four seconds long. And then, like, Waleed would talk yeah. for like eight minutes at a time. It was awesome. It was so good. I mean, it got so to the good. point where we just asked Waleed questions like, how did your, how, how did, how does your fighter feel tonight? You know, he was just, oh, wait, my, wait, I got, all right, so um, this is my Waleed is no story. So, a few years ago, we're in the fighter hotel, and the morning before the fight, I go down. The, I go down to the gym, the hotel gym. I'm, I'm in the fighter hotel, hotel gym. You know, lifting weights. You know, I got my 20 pound dumbbells. Like, you know, you know, whatever. Valid comes in there. He looks at me. We don't know each other. He looks at me. He grabs like the 55ers, you know, and sort of starts whoa, doing that. And he just looks at me. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just like stares at me, just doing curls with 55s. I'm like, oh, That's this guy's amazing. crazy. I love this guy. I love that. 
That's amazing. Yeah. God, I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. Then Casey goes and grab, grabs the 22 and a halfs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. I'm getting, I'm getting, it's, I'm getting lean, buddy. I'm getting lean. No, it's lean muscle. I'm cutting, bro. I'm cutting. I'm cutting, bro. Uh, do, 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 uh, All right, what else we got? Um, November more Limash. Does Amanda Lamos deserve a top five? She claims that Tisha Torres turned her down. Well, Tor- Torres is fighting Angela Hill anyways, so that's off the table. Who did I say I wanted to see her fight? Hill, Angela Hill would be an interesting fight. Torres would also be an interesting fight because I feel like, especially in this division, Torres is is the litmus test. Like to see if you're next level, you you throw in there with Tisha. Like they did that with pretty much everybody. Um, even like Brianna Van Buren, everyone was so impressed with her debut. They threw her in there with Tisha. Tisha did what Tisha does, and we haven't seen Brianna Van Buren since. So, um, she, had, she had a baby. She had a baby. If you're wondering, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <remember. laughs> but yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, does she deserve a top five? I, I don't know. Could 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 she nah, fight a top five yet. fighter? She she could fight one. Yan Jonan. Yan Jonan's the is the is my pick. That's the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, makes the most sense. Uh, it's Claudia. Yeah, because who's who's Lemos's biggest win? Lavinia, I guess. Maybe maybe Mizuki Inui. I, I uh, but either one. They're kind of, kind of they're, the same. I'll put them on the same level. But neither of them are. I wouldn't call either of them. I don't think either of them are really in the top fifteen. Uh, maybe Lavinia was when she beat her. Nah, I don't know. I wouldn't even go that far. So so I don't know. I, I don't think she's ready for top five. Because if we're talking top five, we're talking uh, outside of the champion uh, Zhang Wei Li, Yoana Jacek. Carla Sparza, I would say Mackenzie Dern's in there now, maybe. Um, and who's got a fight? And Mike, well, Mike, and you just said Yan Shaonan. So I mean, she is kind of. I still kind of put her around the top five. So I guess, but uh, but again, I, I'm not picking that fight necessarily. So yeah, I don't know if I want to do that with Lemos yet. I'd, I'd say I'd say the next the somewhere in the next five, somewhere from six to ten, I think is where we'll find an opponent for her. I think she's gonna be very yes, hard. The, to uh, the yeah. MMA fighting global rankings. Uh, Lamos is actually 14 on our global rankings as well. I'm mm-hmm. sure she's going to be getting a, a little bump ski from there. Um, mm-hmm. So we got we got Marina at six. She's fighting Dern. We got Jan Jernan at seven. Claudia Gadelli at eight. Watterson at nine. That's not a bad idea. Um, and then Tish is at 10. Hill at 11. Nina Nunez, not a bad idea either. Uh, and then there's Hebas and John Daroba, and they're getting ready to fight each other. So, yeah. Yep. There's a few options she, there for us. She has a lot of options. I hope they don't do anything. Uh, and they're all good options, honestly. You could, I, Based on what we've seen from her in, uh, during this win streak, again, if she got a top five, uh, like right, like a Yan Shaonan or something like that, I wouldn't be surprised. But I, I think we can one more, one away for me from, from, a, excuse me, from a top opponent. It just, well, we, I mean, what the USC will probably do because – it just would be unbelievable, but not a, not surprising. They'll give Zhang Wei Li the title shot, and then they'll throw Lamos in there with Carla Sparza. So, oh, Carla, just beat her. Just be, just beat this Amanda Lamos monster, Carl, and then you'll no, get a title no, shot. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> it's so brutal. It's so, it's so unfair. Oh, that's so something they would do. <sighs> yeah. I mean, Lamos, Lamos against somebody in the top 10 is fine with me. Anybody. Yeah. I like the Watterson idea because Watterson will bring the fight to her. I think, but, I, mean, yeah. I, I think it's a bad fight for a lot of. Uh, I, think, I think it's a tough fight for every woman in that top. Yeah, I think it's anyone she's, that, she's really good. She, she actually, I mean, I know they have different fighting styles, but I get this, the same vibe when I see 
when I see her fight, when I see Mahachev fight, even though they're not ranked in the top five, they feel like they're a top five fighter, you know? So yeah. like the way they dominate their fo- their opponents and just take no damage, yeah. Um, take like maybe two more? Yeah, we got a couple more. Ooh, okay. Rodriguez versus Michelle Pajeda. That That is just all sorts of fun. You know, that's a good thing about Rodriguez and Michelle Pereira. You, it's, they're they're hard to they're hard to book wrong. Just they're you just we want to see them as as much as 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 often as possible. They're they're exciting fighters and yeah. I have uh, as much as I love Michelle Pereira. I actually have Daniel Rodriguez quite higher ahead of him in the rankings. Um, so I'd like to see him. I almost wish he could run back that Nicholas Dolby fight. That was so much fun. And and a little, a very close, very close fight as well. Uh, who's I have next? The right you, guys, if you want our. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, guys, if you, if you want you our full answer, I mean, like, we have a. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, we have a podcast every. Uh, that comes out on. Yeah, it comes out Sunday and Monday. Uh, on to the next one. But no, I, uh, if, if I'm looking at it now, I mean, there's. I, I know I have to, I have to do a little more, look into it more. But I think. He's for me. He's on the cusp of the top twenty. So I would like to see him face a top twenty guy. I think he's. I think he's of that level. I. Th- I really think he's. Uh, he's such a talented and, and fun buyer to watch. So, uh, give him a top twenty guy, please. I have your answer, and I've said it. I've said it the last like three Daniel Rodriguez fights. It's James Kraus. <laughs> That's the fight. I like it. Is, mm-hmm. is, is he booked? Is, I, I feel like I haven't heard his name as a fighter. No, recently. I don't think he is. He's just kind of waiting no, for the right fight. Fights once or twice. He fights once or twice a year. He doesn't care where he fights. As long as it's like, as long as he wants to fight and he doesn't have 14 fighters also fighting on the card, he'll, he'll take any fight. As long as it's like, not, I don't know if he'll go to Abu Dhabi. Well, he might go to Abu Dhabi again. He took that last fight on like a week and a half's notice. So, um, yeah, put him in front of fans. He'll do it. It's a good fight. Yeah. Pay him. Don't take too many of his, too much of his taxes away. No, uh, don't fight anybody. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. What do what do we think is the ceiling for Daniel Rodriguez? Title contender. He's good, man. I, I, I think he could. I think he could contend for a title. Could he win it? Mm, yes. I don't know. I don't, I'd have to see a little bit more. But I think in the uh, with the right with the right uh, opponents, the right win streak, I think he could challenge for a title. All right. I would. I like for me, it's Kraus or you, I kind of want to see him Baez a fight. Oh, I would love. I would love that. I like I, that. But, you know, I'm, I'm very high in Beza as well. I like that. I like that. Does he a lot of good fights? Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of good fights for him. You he's right in the thick. Yeah, yeah. You can't. He, he's he's in that good ranking where you can pretty much give him anybody. To be honest, you mm-hmm. know, outside of a, like a random newcomer like he got tonight, which was a short notice. So uh, yeah, I like it all. Uh, remember, he was supposed to fight. He was supposed to fight Kevin Holland last year at 170 pounds. Remember that? Yeah, walked well, away, Kevin Holland. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, some people suggest the Chaos Williams. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, sure, there's a lot. You can't really screw it up. Yeah, he's a, that's why he's he's a great fighter having having a roster because he's always gonna be exciting. He's a great mid card guy, and if he keeps winning, hey. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. We, we, we've had chaos mess up with like every non top yeah. 10 welterweight in the last like month. Like every, every time a welterweight wins a fight and, and they're not in the top 10, it's like chaos Williams, chaos Williams. So chaos, I don't know where you're at, buddy, but book a fight, please. People are dying to see you. Yeah. You do Max Griffin. You could do Carlos Condit. All, Condit. Like, all those are fun. Casey, you listen to hardcore. That cool modern life is war or super solid. It's not for us, Mike. The question is, this comment's not for us. I didn't, I don't, I don't even understand this, this sentence. I don't even understand the sentence. They're a rock and roll band, AK. Mm-hmm. They're a rock and roll. Google them. All right. 
Where's I'm Doja Cat? Just... Where's Doja Cat? <laughs> Where's Doja Cat? Uh, right. uh, you know what? I think we're. You think we're good? <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened to the Krauss and Buckley fight? Yeah, someone said that. Did that fight just die? <laughs> that fight's been dead for a while. Yeah. Um. Although that wait, wait, that well, is still there, because yeah. I mean, I, I taught. I remember I talked to Julian Marquez, and he said, uh, he said, no one at the gym is allowed to take that fight hmm. before Kraus takes it. All right. And they're all like, okay, that's fine with us. We'll do that. We'll wait. Wait, what, okay, I've seen someone's asked a couple of things about this. What, what is this about? I have no idea. I, I, I you saw I, that. It was like no. I, I, I feel like about. maybe you did, maybe you did the Russian or uh, one of the international broadcasts. Okay, just that's, wondering. It's very, it's very possible. Just Sorry, like Brandon Moreno does the Spanish on, podcast on, on Wee Variety Hour. You gotta explain yourself. You gotta if you yeah. ask a question like that, you gotta have context. We hopped onto this post fight show like right after, so <laughs> if there was some hilarious Sergey Spivak meme that we missed. Uh, then you know, otherwise we were just being <laughs> trolled, Casey. But all right, all right. Well, you know what? You know what it's time for? It's time for the music. Yes, it's time to do some more work, and then. Uh, Get some shut eye before uh, me and AK do some matchmaking tomorrow. We'll do this all over again. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about this all over again. I got to tell you, just kind of like thinking my, about all, it. All the, the suggestions are coming in. My God, they're pouring in. Good Lord. Yeah, God my DMs you. are exploding. I will say that already <laughs> off the top of my mind, this has been a pretty easy episode to book so far. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, I agree. Pretty easy. So uh, more on that tomorrow, probably around noon Eastern time. That'll drop on the podcast network and then launch on the website on monday morning and then we get another very busy week ahead of us uh a lot going on in the mma fighting real main event next week real main event oh Paige van zandt versus rachel ostovich you're damn right right, Mm. i will be there i will be there live and in person in tampa going out wednesday so look for the coverage that'll be going down and of course we got tj dillashaw versus Corey sandhagen next oh, saturday so the, the return of poor tj have you guys seen all the promos about his his documentary that's on fight pass poor tj poor tj what a victim poor guy uh, thank god he's back poor TJ. a lot of bantamweights on that card don't forget the people's main event adrian yanez versus randy costa going down on that card next week as well dr pepper versus reese's uh, had the chance to speak to one Adrian Yanez. You'll hear that conversation Tuesday on What the Heck, which should be a fun episode with a whole cast of different characters. So more on that coming up on Monday night. But until then, we are out of here. I am Mike Heck for AK, for E. Casey Lydon. Good night, everybody. Suns and eight? Suns and nine? Suns and seven. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. All right, here we go. Happy birthday. Celtics and six. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Businesses have always needed customers. So customer engagement has always been a thing. You know, steak dinners, golf, in-person handshakes. Not exactly efficient, though. But thanks to Zoom Info, times have changed. Now you can engage with the right customers across all channels and grow your business efficiently and effectively, all from one platform. Sorry, steak dinner guy. We've got work to do. Unlock insights, engage customers, win faster at zoominfo.com. Zoom Info, how business goes to market.